Well, good Saturday morning to you here. Uh, welcome to the Pigskin Brunch. Uh, what a night last night, the last night of the regular season, and just some fantastic games uh, that, that had huge implications. Uh, uh, and uh, we're going to recap it with about 14 coaches uh, here uh, from their games last night. And the Pigskin Brunch is brought to you on Wise Sports Radio by Mars Hill University education that moves mountains uh, i'm charlie metcalf caroline is here producing and running the show and uh, making sure everything goes smooth and w- what a night for high school football uh it was nice weather there were still people out there in shorts and, and not just crazy people like rex wells and kenny ford there were, were ordinary kind of people uh, in shorts 80 degree weather for the last week uh, beautiful leaves everywhere and great high school football, and uh, we want to recap them now, and uh, then we'll uh, move on to talking with uh, some coaches here in a little while. Uh, the maybe the biggest game in Western North Carolina, the Asheville Citizen Times number one ranked Robbinsville Black Knights hosted Swain and comes away with a fourteen to eight win. Just a, a huge, unbelievable kind of game has all kind of implication. Both those teams end up 9-1, and one, but Robbinsville now wins the Smoky Mountain Conference Championship and will be the un- undoubtedly the number one seed in the 1A playoffs uh, in the West Bracket. And as long as they keep winning, they keep playing at home until they get to state championship. And so what an epic battle last night. Uh, one of the things that we talked about this past week as we talked with the Robbinsville coach, D. Walsh, and the Swain coach, Sherman Holt, those those teams might meet again because it really was a battle. Uh, Swain comes out to start second half, 19-play drive to the goal line, and then Cutler Adams makes a pick six, takes it back 100 yards uh, uh, for a touchdown for uh, uh, Robbinsville. And same thing on the other side, uh, um, Robbinsville has the ball on the goal line, and Joshua Gillespie has a 93-yard pick six for Swain that goes the other way, and it's just a knockdown drag out both ways. Uh, uh, Cutler Adams, the Shrine Bowl running back from Robbinsville, great night, uh, 100 yards rushing, um, uh, 117 yards rushing on 25 carries, uh, uh, two for two for 40 yards throwing the ball, and then that big pick six, a uh, uh, 100-yard return where uh, supposedly he made three Swain kids miss him on the return. Uh, just absolutely fantastic game. And hats off to both those squads and both those coaches uh, uh, for great year, great game, and now uh, on to the playoffs and see what happens there. In other games, uh, a game that you heard last night uh, here on Wise Sports Radio, the Asheville High Cougars defeated Inca 46-7, to uh, and we'll be joined by Court Radford here in just a little bit. Uh, in another battle for a conference championship, Mountain Heritage pulls it off against Drawn. Drawn had run roughshod uh, over that conference this year. It scored 60 points against Mitchell. That was not the case last night in Burnsville. Mountain Heritage 52, drawn 15. And if you'd have told me Mountain Heritage would win, that's not a surprise. That if they would have hanged 52 on drawn, that is a surprise. So hats off to Joey Robinson and his bunch uh, from up there. The undefeated West Henderson uh, Falcons went to Waynesville to play Tuscola and comes out on top uh, 42 to 14. Uh, so, again, West Henderson, for the second year in a row, has an undefeated regular season and will get a high seed in the playoffs. Another two other teams with a whole lot to battle for as far as playoff seeds go is Pisgah and North Henderson. Pisgah traveled to North Henderson last night, and in a wild and crazy game, uh, Pisgah comes out on top 55-41, to 41, uh, which means Pisgah will be the number uh, two team uh, out of the Mountain West. But more than that, they're eight and two with a high RPI, and that means probably that they're going to get a playoff game, a home playoff game next week. And and home playoff games are just big deal kind of things. And we'll talk a little more in a little bit uh, about how those playoffs are are seeded. 
The Irwin Warriors uh, come through with a big victory, 51-14 to over North Buncombe, and, and probably put them in the playoffs. The champions out of the, the uh, WMAC, the AC Reynolds Rockets, uh, take down McDowell 58-14. to The T.C. Robertson Rams bounce back from their game last uh, week and uh, come away with a 49-3 victory over Franklin. In a in a big game in Buncombe County and in that conference, Owen and Madison played, and Owen comes out on top, thirty five to twenty one, uh, uh, a big deal kind of thing. And as we uh, talk with Jamie Eckstein, the Madison coach, and Zach Gibson, the Owen coach, we'll talk more about the playoff implications of that. The Hendersonville Bearcats uh, roll fifty six to thirteen over Patton. Brevard, the champion out of their conference, uh, takes down Polk County 49 to 21. Chase defeats RS Central 49 to 14. Hayesville uh, wins over Andrews 14 to 6. It was Murphy 35, Cherokee 12. Uh, Smoky Mountain defeats East Henderson 57 to 30. Uh, other, other kind of scores. That, uh, that Mountain teams have played or will play in conference. Watauga uh, beats Ice County 63-27. So Watauga ends up with the undefeated regular season, having beaten A.C. Reynolds and T.C. Robertson by a single point in both those matches. Alexander Central uh, beats Freedom 35-7. East Burke beats West Caldwell 50-7. Uh, in private schools, Christ School beat Metro Carolina Christian, 43-19. to Asheville Christian Academy beats South Lake Christian, 47-27. Asheville School beat Hickory Grove Christian, 55-12. to in, in other games of prominence throughout the state that may affect some local teams uh, and how they're seeded and who they play, Providence Day beat Charlotte Latin, 54-7. Hickory remained undefeated, defeating Statesville 30-14. So Hickory will be one of those um, uh, big-time teams. Hickory will be one of those big-time teams in the West that 3A teams will have to deal with. Uh, High Brighton 28, South Caldwell 14 in, in a traditional rivalry uh, in this state, a couple of them. Canapolis Brown beats Concord 27-7 to uh, and wins the bell. They have a victory bell like Duke and Carolina do, and, and you don't want to play either one of those teams in the playoffs if they've won the bell because you'll hear it uh, all night long. In, in a game of, uh, of, of huge rivalry in the East, Richmond County beats Scotland County 35-28. Uh, in teams that, that faced A.C. Reynolds uh, early in the year. East Forsyth, uh, 45. West Forsyth, 35. And so East Forsyth wins that conference. Again, in another battle of unbeaten teams, Mooresville defeats Lake Norman, 34-7. to uh, in, in Cleveland County, Shelby beats Burns, 58-27. to And uh, Marvin Ridge beats Weddington 24 to 20 and in the the huge matchup of undefeateds in Cleveland County between Crest and Kings Mountain Kings uh Crest comes out on top uh 39 to 14 and I think that officially makes uh our old buddy uh, Jim Sosby the king of Cleveland County and so, congratulations to the Crest Chargers and uh, and Jim Sosby for for that big win down there. And so now we'll start to shuffle through coaches. And just uh, uh, keep in mind, there's some people that have ideas about where they might end up uh, in the playoffs. Those won't be official until this afternoon. Uh, what happens is they take the conference champions in each side. And so, in the three A West, if there's nine conference champions and there's some criteria if you're in a split conference, and 
but they take the nine conference champions and seat them according to their RPI. Then after that, they seat everybody else according to their RPI. And so uh, a guy that will be that had a big win last night and will be looking at those uh, numbers uh, here this afternoon is a head football coach at Ashwaha Cougars, Court Radford. Coach, how are you this morning? I'm doing good, Charlie. I hope you are. I hope you, I am, Coach. Uh, uh, big win for the Cougars last night, and you started it off the right way. Josh Ellis runs the opening kickoff back. Can't do better than that on homecoming, can you? No, that's that's kind of the perfect way. Perfect way to start a homecoming uh, homecoming uh, Friday night football game. You never turn an opening kickoff back. Uh, uh, Josh did a heck of a job. Honestly, the return team did a great job. Uh, Coach Cardillo has taken over our special teams. You know, after thinking about week four, uh, he has a lot on his plate, but he he took that on too. And and we've gotten better at special teams each week. I think it was our first special teams touchdown in maybe like two years. Oh, wow. uh, we've been close a few times, but I mean that that was big for us to, to start off the game last night. Coach, it it it, it is a way uh, a great way to start off the game and. You have got such talented running backs. We talked Josh Ellis there has a 92-yard kickoff return for a touchdown to start the game. Has two more carries for 80 yards and a touchdown. Pretty good night, isn't it, for him? It is, and it's tough. You know, um, I just don't, I don't have enough snaps to go around. Yeah. You know, between Kaheem Plummer, Josh uh, Ellis, and, and Nick Williams, you know, I I think Kaheem had five carries. Nick Williams had six. Josh had, like you said, Josh had two for you know seventy or eighty yards, uh, you know, and another touchdown. And it's one of those where you know you can almost apologize to them all, you know, because like guys, I could easily hand each one of you the ball thirty times yeah. a game, you know. But they also all three play defense, so uh, I think that kind of helps us and yeah, it keeps them fresh. And and they're uh, they're they're just so unselfish. They they don't care. You know, they, they we rotate them in and out, and and they uh, they pull for each other. And when we have two two of them in there at the same time, they block for each other. So it's really been a special group in that running back room this year. Well, it sounds like it. You you talked about Nick Williams. He's been hurt a lot this year, but back last night, six carries, seventy one yards, and two touchdowns. Coach, one of the things that impressed me of from what I understand about your game, did, did you have a ninety nine yard touchdown drive? We did, uh, you know, um, first, uh, you know, we scored an opening kickoff. Uh, they punt, great punt, but uh, we think it probably went in the end zone, but it uh, it got spotted at the one. Um, and, you know, uh, we had the first play of the game that we'd worked probably a thousand times running the reverse. Uh, you know, I told them it was going to be the first play. And then we hit the ball on the one-yard line. Like, I ain't running a reverse on the one. Um, so, uh you know, we, we end up moving the ball down the field and uh, having a 99-yard drive to start the game. And that, that was good. That was, that was, we came out strong uh, offensively and executed well right there. Sounds like it, Coach. And the other touchdown drive that's daggone impressive is at the end of the first half. Did you go 83 yards in 30 seconds to score? We did. We did. Uh, you know, Meek Fidel did go. I told him we only had one timeout, you know, and I was like, we're not going to do anything stupid. You know, we're going to run at the start. I said, now, if we get good yards on the run – Let's hurry it up and, and kind of go into our two-minute drill stuff. You know, and Josh Ellis has a has a great run to start it. Um, then we hit a rollout pass to Trey Codrington, uh, and then we find the tight end. Uh, J.J. Uh, had three touchdowns. One of them was called back, um, but he, he catches it. And like we talked about J.J. Uh, Tunnel here. You know, he's, uh, he's a wide receiver in, in a tight end's body. You know, so if he catches it and has a little bit of grass, he, he can take it. He can fly. And, Coach, talking about J.J. Jones or Jeremiah Jones, three catches, 109 yards, two touchdowns. It seems like late in the year he he's shown up for you. Is that a conscious thing of we need to go to the tight end more or that's just within the flow of the offense? It's within the flow of the offense. Um, but, you know, it's also one of those things we're trying to, co- being, trying to be cognizant about is, you know, can we get him on a, a good matchup? Um, you know, and try to look at different formations to try to see. Uh, it's, it's tough. You know, covering the tight end is not always an easy thing. Is you know, we try to get an empty quite a bit. You know, to try to get them singled up on a linebacker, uh, and that's what we were able to do. Uh, you know, twice last night, uh, and uh, I thought it worked out well. You know, like I said, JJ's a special athlete. He really is. So you and I have been talking for a couple weeks now, 
you take care of business and win out, that's going to put you in the playoffs. How do you feel this morning? Is it going to put you in? Uh, I think we're in. I think we're in. Uh, you know, um, I, who we play, I guess, is still up in there. Uh, last night when I went to sleep at like 2.30 in the morning, it was uh, it was Grimsley. Uh, and this morning when I woke up at 6, it was uh, – uh, it was, I think, Mooresville, and then it was Huff. But it's been Huff for, like, the last three updates. So I kind of think maybe the RPIs are, are stable in a little bit, uh, and I think it's, uh, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be Huff. But, yeah. you know, something could change here in 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and, and none of those are good choices, Coach. Those are, those are some of the best football teams in the state. But it's kind of nice just to be in the playoffs and have a chance to load your kids on a bus and, Go down there and and go after. Well, man, that's kind of what I told the kids before the game last night. I said, I, was, hey, I want a chance at one more week. Let's just give ourselves a chance at one more week, and then next week we'll say the same thing. Yeah, let's just give ourselves a chance at one more week. Um, yeah, and just kind of see how far we can ride this thing. Well, Coach, I, I, I salute you for taking care of your business, and then you'll find out later today how how that all comes down, but. A playoffs or survive in advance, and uh, that's all you can ask for. Yes, sir. I mean, like I said, you know, when you're five and five, you're not going to get a good draw. <laughs> I mean, this is what it is. But uh, we're also battle tested, uh, and so you know, anybody we play, you know, we 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 played, you know, Providence Day, we played Late Norman, we played Dobbins Bennett, you know, we you know Reynolds, TC, you know, and we've played good football teams, well, you know, um, and so we're battle tested, and, and now we got to take on the road and see if the tough non-conference schedule, you know, has, has paid off. Well, Coach, I like it, and we'll look forward to catching up with you on the Wise Guys this week and, and talk about your drawing and all the setups. And that's a game that will be able to be heard here on Wise Sports Radio 13-10. Uh, well, I look forward to talking to you about it, Charlie. Hopefully, hopefully we get something solidified this next Four hours are going to be pretty miserable for me. <laughs> Good luck, Coach. Don't let your blood pressure get too high. <laughs> I appreciate it, Charlie. Thank you. That's Court Radford, uh, the coach at Iceville High Cougars, uh, uh, waiting to figure out who they play in playoffs. We're joined now by the head coach of the Tuscola Mountaineers, Jonathan Crumpton. Coach, how are you this morning? I'm, I'm well. How are you? Good. Good. You guys had a big game last night. Uh the West Henderson Falcons uh, come into Waynesville undefeated and defeat you forty-two to fourteen. Coach, how did that game go down? Tell me how how that game unfolded. Oh, I mean, you know, they scored early, and um, you know we didn't get a couple of breaks that we hope we would have got offensively early on, and then you know then they go up fourteen zero real quick. So I mean, West Henderson's a dangerous team. Um, we all know that. Um, they've, they've done that to everybody they've played this year. Um, so it's, you know, as far as them, it was just along the par for what they've done. Like I said earlier, they were going to be the best team we played all year, regardless. Um, you know, obviously until you get into the playoffs and, and, and go from there, but they, um, they did a tremendous job with their game plan. We gotta, we gotta make sure that, you know, we're, we're ready and, and, uh, see where things, uh, fall for today. And, and coach, uh, you know, there's a reason they're undefeated in regular season for the second year in a row, and you know those kids well, coach. You you've been the offensive coordinator over there for two years when they were sophomores, and 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 then last year the breakout season. Uh, was it weird playing against kids you'd coached on the other side? No, and the reason why not is because when you have respect for the other side like that, then it's you know. You you know once kickoff it doesn't matter who you're playing I could be I don't have a I don't have a, 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 a child but if I got a if I was playing my niece in you know beach volleyball I'm gonna try to I'm trying to win sure um, but as soon as the game's over we can go back to being being friends again so that's I think that's more kind of the the mindset of what it was but uh, you know I've got the utmost respect for what Coach Whitaker does there and. Um, with how he runs his program, obviously, and and he's done a tremendous job keeping that thing rolling. And coach, you're sitting here three and three in a conference, five and five overall. Do you have an idea of where you'll be seated in the playoffs, or who you might have? 
Um, <laughs> depend on who you ask and depend on what minute you ask. So <laughs> it, it just, honestly, it changes. I, I've seen legitimately this morning, I've last night and this morning, there's already been three different projections. So I have no idea. Um, we'll find out today. Um, just waiting on the email to, to get the first, at least preliminary bracket and, and uh, kind of go from there. But, you know, at the moment, I've, like I said, I've seen three different teams already. Yeah, yeah. Well, wh- whoever ends up drawing the Tuscola Mountaineers, they're going to have their hands full. Uh, uh, Coach, the idea of playoffs and, and you load your kids up and go play somebody that you don't know a lot about and they don't know a lot about about you, is that something that's appealing to you? No, I mean, we're just getting in the playoffs in general. I mean, obviously you want to be at home, you know, that would be the the number one thing. But for the moment, you know, we're going to, we're going to make sure we, it's status quo for us. It's a normal week, a uh, normal week of practice, um, you know, offensively, defensively, special teams wise, obviously the JVs don't practice because they'll be done, but we'll call, we'll call our kids up that we call up and, um, and go to work. And that, that's the, Good thing is we don't have to really preach that mindset. The the players um, and our staff know you know that's that's what we do. So we're like I said, today's just kind of a waiting game, um, and uh, and we'll see. I mean, I, I wish you know we all wish it'd come out a little sooner than it does, sure. but you know, I, whatever the algorithm is that they use, I guess takes a little time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and coach, they'll send out a preliminary one and. Hey, did, we didn't mess up anywhere here, did we? If we did, oh, no, let, let us know. It'll probably even after the preliminary one, it'll probably change. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it, we'll we'll wait and see, and then go from there. But we're you know we're just excited for the opportunity to be able to, you know, put the pads on and compete for another week. Well, coach, I appreciate it. Hope you have a good draw and a good week of practice, and we'll look forward to catching up with you next Saturday here on Pigskin Brunch. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. That's Jonathan Crumpton, the head football coach uh, of Tuscola Mountaineers, uh, defeated last night by uh, West Henderson Falcons 42-14. to The leaves are just gorgeous out now. Uh, we're fortunate and blessed to live in the part of the country we do and have the kind of football we have uh, in this part of the country. And you're listening to Pigskin Brunch on Wise Sports Radio, and it's brought to you by the the good people at Marshall University where education moves mountains. This is Charlie Metcalf. Caroline is here running the, the show and keeping us uh, going forward. And we're pleased to be joined on the D.C. Creaseman Wise Lines now by the head football coach of the Madison High Patriots, Jamie Eckstein. Coach, how are you this morning? Uh, trying, trying to wake up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know it can be late nights, Coach. Uh, uh, l- let me ask you this. Your game must have been a heck of a game last night. Traditional last game of the season. Owen defeats you 35-21. to But just from the little bit I know, what a heck of a game, Coach. You come out and drive the ball and – and Levi Shelton scores on a long run on your four, on your first possession. I mean, that's the way to start this thing off, isn't it? Oh, it is. Uh, you know, we, we went in and uh, thought we had a good game plan, and Levi, you know, breaks a long one there. But uh, hats off to, to Owen. You know, they, they never got rattled. They uh, they executed very well. And, you know, this game's about blocking and tackling, and uh, we didn't block and tackle very well, and, and they did. And that's, that's uh, you know – but the game was tight all the way through, and you know they just made a couple of plays there in the fourth quarter that 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 we just couldn't come back from. And and you get the they go down throw, throw a pass for a touchdown. You come back again with the drive. Levi Shelton doing most of the work and go up fourteen to seven, and then they turn around and throw a touchdown pass and mess up the snap. And so it's it's fourteen thirteen Madison. Uh, and coach, that, that's big time. Uh, that all happened in the first quarter. Yeah, that all happened in the first quarter, and then both of us just kind of went back and forth in the second. Uh, you know, then they came out and they scored uh, in the third and got the two point conversion. Then we come back down and score, and it was back and forth all night. And you know, we just uh, we uh, fumbled a snap late in the game, uh, 
and you know going down on a drive and then they ended up and they break a long run and kind of you know kind of broke our backs right there because we were, we were forced to do some stuff that we weren't real comfortable with and trying to get back in the game but uh you know that's that's the way those games are you yeah. know when you play with young kids you you uh you understand they've got to they got to grow and mature and those type of games will help them mature later in later in their seasons we we said it wrong on pigskin brunch uh last week and rex wells and 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 jo- uh, uh zach gibson corrected me you know we thought the winner of madison owen would automatically qualify for the playoffs but that's not the way it is is it no it's not i it, you know I, I'm, I was like kind of like you i was thinking the same thing and uh no, it's it's based on your conference, uh, you know, but it could come down to that game. We sure. we had actually won one more game in the conference than they did, so it it puts us in. Well, and you know, and that's it, something to look forward to. It is, coach, and congratulations for being in the playoffs. Uh, do you have any idea about where? I mean, who you might play? Uh, I know it's all a crapshoot right now. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, we I've been looking at the rankings, and it's. I think it's one of three people. Uh, it's probably either going to be um, Forest Hills, Monroe, or Reedsville. It'll probably be one of those three. Which, you know, those that's great football. Yeah. You, golly, Coach. You said Forest Hill, Reedsville, and who else? Uh, Monroe and yeah. – uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Hey. yeah. Monroe is pretty good. <laughs> it's like asking the guy uh, – you know, which one of these do you want me to hit you with? This bat, this bat, or this bat? Uh, those are really right. good teams, Coach. But I, I'm going to tell are. you, years, it's been several years ago now, but one of the biggest upsets in, I think, playoff history in Western North Carolina was several years ago when Madison beat Shelby. Uh, and, 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 you know, holy cow, oh, yeah. it doesn't get any bigger than Shelby. It doesn't. It doesn't, you know, and that's – that's what I tell our kids, you know, even though we, we were disappointed in the loss last night. I said, look, guys, you, you've got another week. You've got another opportunity to get better, and anything can happen in playoff time. Uh, you know, you, it depends on who comes out, and, you, and it's, you know, you're dealing with 16-, 17-, 18-year-olds. Anything can happen. So, uh, you know, it's just one of those momentum things, and we're in. It's going to be great experience for them. Uh, these young guys get to experience a playoff game, and, uh, that's the way we're treating it. Yeah, coach, and, and you know, you, you if it's kids you like being around and things, you buying another week with them, uh, another week for them to practice and get better and 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 create more memories. Oh, it is, yeah, and you know these seniors, uh, they've been fortunate. They they've got two years in a row. They've got to go to the playoffs, and it's been a while since we've been in and. Uh, they're going to enjoy it, and these young kids coming up, you know, it's you got to see that atmosphere, and you got to want it, and maybe it'll help us in the off season to to build a little bit and try to get to the level of the Monroe and and Shelby and Forest Hills and those teams like that. You know, it's it's great for our kids to see. Well, coach, I like I like that, and congratulations for making the playoffs, and congratulations for always visiting with us on Pigskin Brunch, and we'll be anxious to see who you've got, and 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 check in next week and see how things went. Well, I appreciate it, Charlie. I hope you guys have a great day. It's beautiful out here, by the way. Isn't it though? Isn't it though? <laughs> yeah, coach. Thanks very much. We appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. That's Jamie Eckstein, the head football coach of the Madison High Patriots, again in the playoffs, uh, second year in a row. And, and again, you're, you're measuring your program by increments. That's a good increment. But we're going to be joined next where we're juggling just a little bit. We've, uh, we're going to be joined by the head football coach of the Inca Jets, Mike Sexton. Coach, how are you this morning? Hey, doing well, Charlie. How are you? Good, good. Uh, you had a tough draw last night. Uh, uh, the Asheville High Cougars play in them uh, in their final home game of the year, and, and you go down forty-six to nine. It's one of those things. Asheville High runs open and kickoff back. That's a tough way to start out when when you know things have to go right for you, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. We you know we knew that uh, their speed was uh, pretty. 
going to be a bad thing, you know, for us to have to handle. And, yeah. uh, you know, it showed from the very first whistle. And, uh, you know, it, it just kids kind of look like, wow, they are fast. You yeah. Kid <laughs> takes it back. And, uh, uh, you know, it's just, well, those nights. And, and Coach, you guys have battled week in, week out. Uh, talk about uh, how you battled last night and, and throughout the season with your bunch. Well, you know, the kids, uh, this is a great group of kids. It really is. You know, that they fight as hard as they can. And they did last night. You know, the score, once again, you know, didn't look like it would be that way, but they did. And just the mismatching speed, we faced that all year. And it's just one of those things that uh, sometimes in football you have groups that, you know, are like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we knew if they, you know, if they get a step on us, we're not going to catch them. But uh, like I said, I was proud of the kids as far as, you know, how hard they work. You know, they played till the end. And uh, one of our kids, uh, very last play, you know, he scores a touchdown. He's never scored a touchdown in his high school career. And uh, so Sam Waddell, he got to get one last night, and I was glad to see that. Wow. That is great, Coach. Coach, he's been a big-time player for you for, for for a while, hadn't he? He has, and I didn't really realize that he had never scored a touchdown in high school until we were at practice this week. You know, and it uh, surprises me on... you saying that. I, I would have thought well, he would. I know it, it's because it, it, I know it him, and not like you know every kid on every team, but you know him. Big tall guy plays basketball too. You know what? What a good thing. Were you, yeah, and it, so, it really was. And the kids now, now you know it's forty-six to three or whatever it was. At that point, you know, it's the last play. And so we, we throw up a go to Sam, and, uh, <laughs> and he comes down with it. You know, and Ashwell's done a, you know, they're letting the kids play and stuff like that. And uh, Sam comes down with it. And our kids, it is it, like it, the game went in touchdown. They yeah. were so happy for Sam, you know. And uh, it, it was one of those things. And it's just kind of a testament to the kids we've got. You know, even though the score was like that, they were they were glad for him, and they, and that's a big deal. That kids can be happy for someone else, you know. Yeah, yeah, that was good, Coach. I love that. that. I mean, that's that's high school football right there. You're creating memories, and and that's got to be a good one for Sam Waddell and for a lot of other folks out there too. Yes, it, it sure was. It sure was. You know, and, and then afterward, when we got back to school and stuff like that, you know, the kids. It, it, just this group, man, they made a point to come by, you know, and hug her necks and, you know, say, love you and those kind of things. And that's just the way they are. And then I, I will miss this group. And coach, you and I are friends, but that doesn't have anything to do with this. You've done a great job out there and, 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 and coming in and, and just making ink a competitive uh, game in game out. And, and my hat's off to you for the job you've done. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, we're we're trying. You know, we're gonna lay in there and take, taking baby steps and try to get there. You know, a lot of teams that you look at right now. You know, high school football is a funny thing. You know, get the get the right kids in and stuff like that. Somebody that can help and stuff, and uh, you know, it can turn. Yeah, and that's what we're hoping for. Well, coach, one of the things you did is looking at your numbers. You had a huge JV team and some good looking kids out there. You're doing something right if that's happening. Well, we, we're fortunate. We've got a, a good guy at the middle school that's kind of a Pied Piper and gets kids out. And uh, so hopefully we're going to have, you know, two years of that showing, you know, with the kids coming up. Now, we've got a small junior class that's going to be seniors next year. But then after that, our number should be up where we've got, got a pretty good pool. Yeah, well, Coach, we appreciate you. Appreciate you always being here on Pigskin Brunch. Appreciate you being on the Wise Guys. And and we'll catch up somewhere down the road here in in just a little bit, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you, Charlie. You have a great day. Thank you. You too. That's Mike Sexton, outstanding football coach uh, at a lot of places, most recently uh, at Inca High School where he has resurrected the Inca football program and does just an excellent job. Uh, on this uh, week 11, last week of the regular season, getting ready for the playoffs, huge games last night, uh, some some big ones. Robbinsville beat Swain 14-8 to to win that conference. 
Mountain Heritage Beach drawn 52 to, to 15 to win that conference. Uh, just just huge big-time battles uh, last night, uh, both in Western North Carolina and throughout the state. And one of those teams, the uh, outstanding team in Western North Carolina, is the T.C. Robertson Rams. And we're joined now on the D.C. Creesman Wise Lines by their head football coach, J.D. Dinwiddie. Coach, how are you this morning? I'm doing well, Charlie. How are you? Good, good. The Rams rolled again last night, and and in the little bit I saw, you know, you gave them a, a bunch of Reno Jeter. <laughs> yeah, we we uh, we mixed it around pretty well. It was, uh, you know, it was really nice. Um, you know, we threw the ball some. We we kind of we spread the wealth uh, a lot, so it was nice, nice to um, be able to do that. Uh, you know, we've been working on some things all year that we wanted to kind of work on in, in a in, in a ball game before the playoffs started. So um, we were able to do that, and uh, we were happy with the results. And Coach Franklin is traditionally a good team against the run, and and, and kind of a trap game situation for you, non conference last game of the regular season. But you guys didn't seem to have any trouble last night. No, I mean we, uh, you know, we we talked to them all week. You know, after the disappointing loss the week before, um, you know that, you know, we were gonna have to move on. And and uh, you know, I told them, you know, because I was fearful of the letdown. I told them I wanted us to go ahead and treat this game like a first round playoff game and kind of get our mind going in that direction. And uh, you know, we got a few kids banged up. You know, we had two or three guys that that did, did didn't play last night. Um, that we were just kind of you know, trying to trying to get healthy for the playoffs. So, uh, you know, the kids that stepped up and stepped in did a tremendous job with our game plan and uh, executed. And, uh, you know, so we were happy with that. But, uh, yeah, we, we, we finished the regular season the way we wanted to. And, uh, you know, now we're hopeful to find out who we play here in a little bit and uh, get ready for them. And, Coach, your offense starts with – your son, Lex Dinwiddie, did he do a good job getting the ball to different playmakers last night? Oh, yeah. I mean, what they were doing schematically. Sure. And Coach. To us, um, you know, we, we didn't have a lot of, uh, you know, we, we ran the option a little bit. Um, there's a few times certain formations we were able to run the option, um, which allowed him to kind of, you know, do what he does best is read that stuff. But, uh, you know, we, we were able to get on the perimeter quite a bit. Like I said, we threw the ball. Um, I think we had um, um, uh, two or three touchdown passes last night, um, which, you know, that's that's big time for us. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, for anybody. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, so we, we were able to spread the wealth and, and, and attack from different angles on the field in different areas. And, uh, you know, so it was it was nice to be able to do that. Um you know, that's the one thing that, that that I feel confident in our ability to do is if, if people want to sell out on, on stopping the option, we have other things we can do that can be effective. Um, so we, we like having being able to have that, that diversity in our offense. And, Coach, now the playoffs. And the good news for you is you're the 4A representative out of the WMAC and we'll have a home game playoff next week uh, there at Skyland at your stadium. Is that correct? Yes, yes, sir. It, it looks like we're going to be the the eighth seed, um, and um, you know, which you know, God willing, we we win, we 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 win. You know, we would have at least two home playoff games, wow. which is nice. That'd yeah. be great, Coach. It, it's just guessing right now, and there's no real good draws in the in the four A brackets. But do you have an idea of who you might play? Yeah, it's looking like right now it could be. Um, uh, Reagan High School out of Winston Salem, yeah, um, or somebody, um, you know, there. It depends on how the the numbers, um, you know, adjust and things like that. But right now, if if it were if, it, if they were to finalize it now, I think that's who would be playing. Um, so, and and you know, I mean, in the four A playoffs, um, you know, there's not really an easy game. No, <laughs> so, no. so uh, especially on the western side, yeah. Um, so it's you know we're, we're going to have to bring our A game and we're going to have to uh, play well. I mean you know at this stage in the game, I told him I said you're not guaranteed anything. Um, you know it's it's kind of you know survive and advance and 
and uh, just keep on plugging along. I told them oftentimes the teams that that win championships and things like that are the teams that want to keep grinding and keep preparing. You know, um, if you want to keep doing it, then we'll keep doing it. And, uh, so that's what we're hoping for. One of the things you worry about at this time, you've been doing it all winter, all s- summer, all fall. Kids getting tired. Coach, Coach, are your kids eager to be in the playoffs uh, as opposed to, you know, man, it's, it's such a drudgery. I'll be glad when this is over. Oh, no, I, I think they're, you know, I think they're primed and ready to go um, to make a run. You know, that's, I've, you know, I've made sure to talk to them about that. You know, um, I've seen a lot of talented teams bow out early because yeah. they're ready to be done playing football. Yeah. And um, so um, I think our kids are primed and ready. I mean, our, our goal back in January is to climb the mountain and get to the top of it. So, uh, you know, we got we got six steps to do that. Coach, coach, I love it, and 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 next week's one of them. And I appreciate you always being willing to come on Wise Guys and and on Pigskin Brunch and talk about it. And we'll look forward to seeing how the brackets come out here in a little while, and and uh, see who's going to invade Skyland and maybe get their feelings hurt next week. Well, we hope to hurt lots of feelings. <laughs> <laughs> coach, appreciate you. Hey, thank. That's J.D. Dinwiddie, head football coach at T.C. Robertson Rams. Uh, next on the D.C. Creaseman Wise line is the head football coach of the North Henderson Fal- uh, North Henderson Knights, and, and that's uh, Jim Beatty. Coach, how are you this morning? Um, I'm, I'm pretty good, Coach. Uh, you know, just uh, a little disappointed in, in the outcome. It was a heck of a ball game. Um, so proud of my kids and how they fought. Um and just played hard until the end, and um, you know, just uh, fell up short. As you know, um, it was a heck of a ball game, though. Coach, it was a heck of a ball game. I mean, it really was. Uh, you know, the outcome. You look at it and you think, well, Pisgah wins fifty-five to forty-one. But I mean, it's back and forth the whole time. Scores forty-one, forty-one. I guess start of the fourth quarter there. Yeah. Uh, what a back and forth crazy game! Uh, your your kids came out and played so hard, Coach. You had yeah. twenty seven seniors. Is that what you had last night that you guys recognized yeah. there? Yeah, we had, we had twenty seven seniors, and um, you know uh, they they played so hard, and uh, you know we got down fourteen fourteen nothing off of. Uh, you know, two turnovers, and um, you know, I think anybody, and, and probably in the past, we would have just uh, kind of said, "Oh well, here we go again, and um, we'll finish up the game, and um, it'll be over with." But so proud of my kids on how they fought to get back, uh, tying the score up, and you know, like you said, it's fifty-five to forty-one, and uh, you know, y'all scored late uh, on a long touchdown run with under a minute to go to get you, uh, you know, the 14 point lead there. And, um, even, you know, even after that, we, we had chances, uh, you know, in the end zone to, to cut it within seven and maybe get an onside kick and just, just didn't get it happen. But, um, you know, it's disappointing. I feel bad for, for, for our kids and coaching staff. We, we worked hard for it, but, uh, we just couldn't get off the field defensively. Uh, y'all did a great job of, uh, holding the ball and, um, you know, did, did a good job with the, with the passing game. Um, you know, I, I told our coach, I told Zach after the game, I said, he hadn't thrown that good all year long. And, uh, you know, he just made, made some good throws and, uh, especially, um, you know, there at the end, um, and your kid uh, made the catch and stayed in bounds and felt just fell down after they got the first down, that was a heads up play by him. So, uh, you know, congratulations to to you and and Coach Chapel and all the Pisgah Bear fans. Uh, they showed up. It was a heck of an environment. Uh, great atmosphere, and uh, it's just a fun game to be a part of. I just hate we're we're on the losing end. Well, Coach, I I told you yesterday, and I said it on the Wise Guys last week. The job you guys have done is just incredible. Uh, you're sitting there now, seven and three. And, and if yeah. I wouldn't have been playing you last night, I'd have been pulling for you. I know. Yeah. And, and just a heck of a job by you guys, Coach. One of the most incredible things, you know, if you look at stats or crazy things, 
Pisgah takes the open the open second half kickoff in a tie game, goes down and scores, and you get the ball, score in one play. One play. On, on, and then Pisgah gets the ball and keeps it the rest <laughs> of the quarter. So yep. you got one snap in the third quarter. Have you ever had that yep. happen to you before? No, no. And um, actually, you know, we're um, Coach Cheryl was, was upstairs and just had said it. He says, dang, they've held the ball. It was, it's already six minutes left to go in the third quarter. And nobody had scored. And then all of a sudden, y'all had scored. And then, you know, we got the kickoff. And, you know, Zion breaks a 71-yard touchdown run. And just like that, scores tied back up. And we're – and I just – I said, you know, we might have just scored too fast. And um, Zion there towards the end was, was getting tired. We were just, you know, feeding him the ball. Um, it hurt us uh, having having Mason Gasperson go out with a with an injury there, um, our other tailback and our, our other um, safety. So um, we just weren't able to give Zion any break, you know. And I mean, he played his tail off uh, offensively, defensively. Had a 75 yard um, kickoff return that set up a you know a touchdown, and uh, he was just all over the place. And there at the end, he just I, you could just tell he was getting a little gassed and um you know I, I just thought to myself we we scored too fast because now he's fixing to have to turn around and go over there and play defense and you know hats off to y'all I mean you, you threw the ball he got back out of the out of the wing, wing tee and, and spread it for a little bit and you know now he's having to chase the kid around and um <clears throat> you know try to catch him on, on pass routes and stuff so um again it just was was one of those games. It was just a heck of a ball game, and yeah, we didn't get the ball back um, in the third quarter. So, and, and coach, Pisca <clears throat> could not stop Zion Fontenroy uh, McDaniel. He had 28 carries for 221 yards and just a heck of a night. Coach, your other yep. back, Mason Gasperson, had nine carries for 82. He gets hurt and in the second quarter and can't come back. That, that's a that's a big deal in that game, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's huge for us because you know we had on UC not film. We we were you know we were liking our our two headed monster in the running game the last four weeks, um, and they both complement each other so well. Uh, you know they give each other break, and you know neither one of them is jealous about the other one. How many how many times they're in or how many ball carries they're they're getting? They just uh, encourage each other when. You know, when one sees that the other one's tired, they they just go and say, I'll, I'll get you. And, um, you know, it's it's just been great. And, you know, when, when Mason went out, it was uh, it was it was tough, um, tough for Mason. But, um, you know, I, Zion, I thought Zion stepped up and really did a, a heck of a job running the ball and just, you know, ran out of gas. And, Coach, your, your quarterback, Mason Fowler, uh, had been hurt, came back and played last night. Uh, was it good to have him back? Yeah, um, he's you know we're we're glad to have him back. He he, he did some really good things. Um, uh, Drake Blackwell, who had been you know the the fill in quarterback, had had done a, a really good job too. Um, you know he threw the one interception, but um, I, I'm take that on on the coaches. We I didn't think we we should have called that particular pass play at that particular time but um you know he's done a great job the four weeks that we needed him to be a quarterback we took him from wide receiver and put him at quarterback and you know he did uh i would say pretty much single-handedly help us help us beat uh tuscola yeah. with 300 yards passing yeah um and then uh you know just you know played an unbelievable role and you know Stepping in as a as a wide receiver, never playing quarterback before, and having to learn everything, and just uh, he just did a wonderful job, and um, you know, so proud of him. Um, happy Mason uh, worked his tail off and was able to come back. Didn't have a season-ending injury, um, but you know, uh, we'll go to the go back to the drawing board. We're in the playoffs. Um, we'll figure out what our draw is, and then um, figure out on Monday who we who we have and what what we can do to try to try to get a win and try to get eight eight wins for this season. 
And, and Coach, let me ask you this. Uh, your running backs ripped uh, the, the Pisgah defense, but that doesn't happen without your guys up front. They did a great job blocking all night, I thought. Uh, yeah. Talk just a minute uh, about your offensive line. Yeah, they, they've gotten better every um, – Every week, really. Uh, Coach Zell is doing a, a great job with, with that group. Um, they're communicating well. Um, you know, we're getting on blocks, getting to the second level. I thought we did a really good job getting up to the linebackers last night. Um, you know, we're running a lot of inside-outside zone and uh, letting the backs read the read the blocks of the linemen, and they're, and they're doing it. And I just thought we, we really, you know, I didn't, I didn't know – I thought we could, um, truthfully, Coach. I, I thought we could um, be good up front, and I thought we could uh, run the ball against y'all. Um, but just to get – I know, you you know, Coach Francis got those – and I know Coach Francis, I know the D-lines coached extremely well. Yeah. But I thought we did. We did. We got on the, on the linemen, um, was able to, to get them moved and, and got up to the second level and – you know, backs made some really good cuts, some really good reads, and um, you know we were able to get a lot of yards rushing against you. So uh, I was really proud of that. Well, Coach, proud of them, proud of their how they um, how they did everything. Coach, we're proud of you uh, and the job you've done. Uh, uh, it's not like you hadn't had good teams at at, at North before you were seven and four in 2015, but you got a chance to uh, be historic and set records here, and somebody. Coach, you play like you did last night. Somebody could get their feelings hurt next week in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, you know we're we're hoping. Um, you know it's uh, we just gotta you know get them get them back. Um, they is they're disappointed. They were disappointed after the game. Um, sure. but um, you know it's still a it's still a really good season. We're seven and three. Um, you know it's nobody else is. I mean, there's only been a few other teams gone seven seven wins and we'll have to see what our what our draw is but um you know i i just i, I love this group of kids um they'll come in monday ready to work it doesn't matter who we draw it, it could be you know um west henderson crest or whatever they'll be ready yeah. to do their best